Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, everyone? And welcome into another episode of Expected Bets for episode 63. We'll be breaking down the games for January 30th and January 31st. We're approaching the All-Star break, so we got a limited slate. Only three games on... Three games tomorrow and then two games on Wednesday. So a little shorter episode than usual, but we'll try to make some enjoyable content out of it before we uh, get into the games. Betsky, how are we doing? Yeah, pretty good. It's like it's going to be 80 here tomorrow, I think. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck right off. It'll, it'll get cold again. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, thoughts and prayers to you and your, oh, uh, your yeah, shorts. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah I am shorts. I know. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Franco, I'm sure it's, uh, what is it, 20 in Philly or 30? No, I don't think it's that cold. It was pretty nice today. I don't know. I don't even pay attention to the weather. I just <laughs> throw a hoodie on it. I'm good to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it's good, man. I'm ready for uh, ready for these last few games. I, it'll be nice, I guess, to have a break for All-Star break. But I feel like, oh, yeah. kind of get, I feel like I've been kind of getting in a groove, though, this last week or two. So it kind of sucks, to be honest with you. I've been doing a lot better in January than I was previous months. So, if like it felt little... like this wasn't the typical January slump towards All Star break, I felt this weekend there was a, like Saturday. I mean, some of the big things we talked about in the last show, like the dry sidle points hit. Yeah, Pasta had multiple points. I laddered that up to three. Nice. Um, but some of the other, I mean, we we definitely got the Ottawa P- Rangers game wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Rangers. I, I did not. I did not add that. Thankfully, I saw when Ottawa started out. I was like, oh, man, I wish I added it. And then, yeah, the Rangers just said no. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, there's a couple other kind of big names and big spots that I felt f- fell a little. The, flat, the wild, but wild fell really. Oh flat. yeah, so I thought that was a huge smash spot. Unfortunately, yeah. that one. But no. usually, it's about like two, two and a half full weeks of weird things happening going into the break and this year it was nice that it was uh definitely a little bit more consistent but these yeah. these next three days are gonna be interesting though <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i was gonna get to i was gonna say the uh, slate's not great there's not a ton of big name teams playing kind of over the next few days too um so it should be interesting and i mean it starts tonight too with really not a great game itself um so yeah. We'll see what happens there, but I guess we'll get into things right now. So we have two games tomorrow. Um, the first game up, we have Columbus traveling to St. Louis here. St. Louis minus 180 on the money line. Columbus plus 150 over under at six and a half here. Uh, minus 125 to the over here. Columbus has now lost seven of their last 10, including four of their last five. Merzlikens is slated to get the nod tomorrow for Columbus, who's allowed four-plus goals against in each of his last three games. Just a kind of mm. a shit show going on at Columbus, too. Um, Fantilli leaves the uh, arena last night in a cru- with crutches and a boot. Uh, Line A, um, struggling to get back from injury, enters the uh, player assistance program. On the opposite side, though, St. Louis is red hot right now. I was talking with Franco about this beforehand, and this is a team that we really haven't talked about kind of much. They've kind of flown under the radar the majority of the year, it seems like. Uh, They're on a five-game winning streak, pretty impressive wins during that span, too. And they were underdogs in four of those five matchups as well. Um, So credit to anyone who was kind of on them during that. The the other thing, too, for – um, St. Louis is now they've kind of played themselves into a wild card situation. They just beat uh, LA, who I think has a one point advantage on of them in terms of the wild card. But they look really good here. Um, have you, Betsky, any kind of looks here? Are you going to kind of stick with uh, St. Louis? I don't mind St. Louis in regulation. It seems like usually it's kind of weird stuff happens here, but St. Louis is a team that needs every point possible, kind of heading into the All Star break. 
I'd have to agree. Yeah. And, and this is a meaningful game for them, you know? It's, yes. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not like, ah, we're, we're so far up in the standings. Who cares? And then we'll, we get a week off. This yeah. is a, uh, you got a bad team, uh, who is having a terrible week. I mean, there's even the Eurosec news. You didn't mention yeah. that he called them out and he's not happy with the way he's being treated. And, uh, you're a rising team. Everything seems to be kind of clicking. That top line looks great. They're getting some nice depth scoring as well. Um, my, I guess my only worry is, is, are the props good or not? So I love that. I love that yeah. St. Louis rag. Kairou's really been kind of turning it around, it seems. So that his shots may be a good, even, even if it's 3.5, I imagine you're going to get a nice value on it because CBJ is a good target. He hasn't been hitting all that often. If he can get his 3.5 around plus 120 or so, that may be worth taking the stab at. Um, he's been really good with assists lately too. He hasn't been scoring as much. I think he got a goal against Kings yesterday, right? That was in football mode. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I wasn't watching. I, I wasn't watching that one either. Gonna be honest, I was watching. We were all in football mode yesterday. Yeah. That's a, um, I felt that's like a all one. the big names here. I can pull it up. I feel like all the big St. Louis guys can't kind of showed up yesterday, and this is cool. kind of the. Uh, I mean, if you can't beat CBJ after their dreadful week, and then you have a week off, then what are you doing? So yeah. I mean, you mentioned Kyrou on that top line, too. I mean, Buchnevich and Thomas have both been uh, pretty much two yes. points per game players over the last three or four games as well. Um, so that entire top line has been clicking. And, yes, Kyrou did score uh, yep. on Sunday. So Yeah, pretty much you could have just taken, like, that entire top line for a goal and been all right, huh? You and almost just want to parlay. Buchnevich and Letty all scored. But, yeah, geez, Thomas got an assist, like – he usually does. <laughs> you almost just want to parlay that that top line to get a point tomorrow yeah, against that's, Columbus. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at. That's what you're looking for, Franco. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why? Why the hell not? Why not? Right? It, I mean, worst case, you just do Thomas and Thomas and Booch, right? But yeah, I think you can include Cairo too. It seems it seems like uh, Thomas is back to being smooth like he was before that we were talking about before. Like you said, it's like. I feel like this whole season, every time I see St. Louis, I'm like, move on from that. Next game, next game. I haven't had as much interest in backing them. And historically, I have bet a, a good amount on Thomas and Booch and even Cairo um, for them. But it just hasn't felt right this year. But this game feels like it with, like you guys said, the, the need for St. Louis to get as many points as possible going to the All-Star break. Columbus, I'm sure, is looking forward to the All-Star break and getting a nice little vacation um i mean literally there's not much good that can be said about them i know they kind of were playing a little bit better before this this slump kind of hit but i mean the stars are not there they're getting all their production from their young guys i mean where the hell has johnny goodrow been like like i look at the the stats against st louis he has six games played eight points against them so you know naturally you're like oh yeah like that looks good, but then you look at his season. Like this guy's not even. How many points do you think he has? I'm going to pull it up. Well, I, I, I have it already. I have it already. Oh, so. How about how about you, Gate? What do you think? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> not that bad. I don't Forty-nine think years. Been. Forty-nine. <laughs> eh, no, maybe not. That might have been too low. Um, right. I was going to say for Columbus, the only bright spot for them has kind of been uh, Chinnikov. Yeah. yeah. He's he's been kind of great on that top line. Um, they scored last night too uh, when they played, so I think that's kind of their only hope here in terms of props for them. That'd be the only guy I really look at, depending on who yeah, starts for St. Louis. Bet, bet his goal, bet his goal. If you're gonna if you're gonna bet him, like there's no point in betting his assist or or point or whatever. Just like if you're gonna bet a St. Louis or sorry Columbus prop, you might as well get as much value as you can. So he has three goals in his last three, and he has. Uh, yeah two and four against them. So I don't mind that if you're feeling a little saucy. It should be at a decent number, I would think. Johnny yeah. Hockey has 31 points, by the way, oh, which is actually more than I, I, My guess yeah, would have been like 20. way fucking off. Yeah, I would like to see what his last 10 is, though. Like, uh, I, yeah. I feel like he's done nothing, man. Like, yeah, and they keep on shuffling he doesn't the lines. Shoot any, he and... doesn't shoot anymore. Like, Mm-mm. 
I, I watched him the one game because I had bet him against Calgary in Calgary thinking like there's every game this guy's going to get up for. It's this one. And every time he was on the ice, it was like he was just skiing around the circles. He's been watching too much uh, film of PLD. I'm like, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? This is not, this is not Johnny hockey. Like, yeah. What have, what have they done to this poor guy? I know. It's awful. Uh, so I, uh, I put in the same game parlay of Kairou, Buchnevich, and Thomas, uh, all to record over half a point. The odds are awful. Plus, Plus 152. 152. <laughs> awful. Where, where can you do, where can you do that? Right now? On DraftKings, same game parlay. Yeah, it's not even worth it. Plus one. I've kind of toyed, played around with this off and on right. in the season, and it's I've I've gotten just burned too. Yeah, where you know one of the guys doesn't do it, and and you're not even getting great odds to begin with. So I no. don't know. I have not been crazy about now, and it sucks because you can't get alt shots because you could do like three Kairu shots point, two Thomas shots point, and three Bush shots and a then maybe take off the point or something or, or yeah. and see what it would be, but you can't do it. So I, I wouldn't want to take 3.5 for Boosh. No, that's, uh, that's brutal. Uh, any other looks in this game here? Nah, no, I mean, maybe, no. maybe you just do Thomas assists if that's, you know, it's yeah. not even bettable. Minus no, because he's scoring really this good. season. It's not even worth it. I know, it. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, screw it. Buchnevich goal then. That's that would be my play then. Uh, All right, forget it. Like let's go value then. You I'll know, do a Kairu right? goal. I think I think he, he I think he got the monkey off his back. I think he's going to start heating up and. I, I like that too. Goal, I mean, I, I think that line's going to score two goals at least. Yeah, me so. too. I'd even lean. Yeah. Uh, I I don't play puck lines a lot, but plus one thirty six from the Blues puck line doesn't seem too bad either. Yeah. In terms of some what value about te- there. What about team total? Does team total look alright? So it's probably going to be like minus 140 for 3.5. Minus 135. Not worth it. Because it could easily be a three to one game. And I feel like for these games, you should just be taking value then. Like there's no point in laying that type of price. It's just, it's just not worth it. No, and especially these, like when the limited slate happens too, all the odds are inflated too. It seems like, yeah. especially tonight too, looking at props and everything. So who knows? But moving along here, next game up, we have, uh, Seattle at the San Jose Sharks here. Now they're just, it's, I can't believe they scheduled these last couple games this way. I mean, there's, there's no games I want to watch. There's one game I want to watch on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> maybe, it, maybe. It, it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, how did they know? How did they know? Yeah. These maybe they figured people. Seattle would be kind of better. I don't know. Maybe they're just telling us to just take this whole week off and just, yeah, kind of they're trying to get better as a rest. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, dude, just leave it alone. Yeah. I, I honestly, guys, like, this is not the week to hammer. <laughs> like, just, please don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Go watch something else. Um, yeah. San Jose, though, is plus 180 on the money line. Seattle minus 218 over under at six here. Seattle's won two of their last three games, but you look at who they beat, Chicago and Columbus. So you're like, are they wins? Are like, should they get one point instead of two? And then outside of that, that's the good news. The bad news is they've lost five of the last seven. So it's like there really is no good news for Kraken fans in terms of this here. Uh, San Jose, on the other hand, has won through their last four, coming off a five to two loss against Buffalo. Um, their next game is, so they'll play back to back on Wednesday and then they have 13 days off. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think everybody, I think all they the have teams the most have by that far. Some capacity. Oh, they do. Okay. They I have the most games off it. since the All-Star but, game. But yeah, far. you're right. There, there are like big stretches yep. for everybody and it mm-hmm. like, historically always messes with teams like big because, because it gets everybody out of rhythm, the goalies, the players, all the yeah. routines and stuff. It's like resetting the season. Yeah. I, I hate it. Like, I don't know why they do that. Cause it, like you got to start factoring that in. Like when a team's coming back from that, like they're, they're not going to be in the same stratosphere as the team they're playing against. That's been playing for the last like two weeks or whatever, or a week, yeah. whatever it is. You think uh, Thomas hurdles jealous of his teammates that they uh, don't have to go to Toronto. For the All Star break, yes, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. 
You have to leave Nothing sunny San Jose to go to Toronto. That's like that's like a punishment. San Jose's not that sunny though, right? That's that's pretty no. north. That's like northern California. But they probably all have vacations cool. planned somewhere nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I sure. can't imagine. I can't even no. imagine. Uh, I mean, if, think about Boone Jenner. <laughs> uh, he's probably like, do I really have to do this? <laughs> yep, and he's playing in yeah. tomorrow. So it's he has Wednesday and Thursday off. Hops oh, on a flight man. to Toronto. Yeah, what a treat for him <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, okay. Any plays in this game here? Honestly, at this point, McCann. McCann's Dude, been I, really eating up again. He's minus one thirty-five for a point too, which like I know that's a that's little bit juice, but that's stupid considering like you're seeing Don at minus one fifty and you know. Um, Couture's even at minus one forty for some reason. Bjorkstrand's minus one fifty. So McCann at minus one thirty five is a steal as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'll bet that all day. Yeah. yeah. Even Tatar too is point per game and same with Emberley. So that entire top line looks like they're clicking right now. Um Petsky, do you have any plays here? Nah, that that's pretty much pretty much mine now. I guess this would be one that I would consider a puck line um for Seattle, but I didn't realize sharks had, were heating up, quote unquote. <laughs> So yeah, but I, mean, I, I don't know. This feel sharks have been way worse at home. It feels they've they've. I think they go into other play, people's barns and those, but they're they're better at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy! Yeah, they're eight yeah. thirteen and two at home, five nineteen and two on the road. Oh wow! <laughs> All right. I guess I'm oh, I'm stuck in thinking of that one road trip where they won like two two. Of yeah, five they rattled off games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we get to that game later, Anaheim is in that smash spot because the Sharks are going to be on the back-to-back and they're going on the roads, so it's too Yeah, they're there. done after that, yeah. 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 I don't – But, yeah, I, don't. I, I agree. I like – I lean Seattle, but I, there's not really value there. No, we were talking about, two in terms of goaltenders getting run of the ground, too, and Decord has played, what, seven, eight games in a row right now? Yeah. And it looks like he's slated – to play tomorrow no, as well. No, why? So, why? I mean, why? It, this is the perfect yeah. scenario to not play him. Mm-hmm. You got a shit team. You're going up last game before a break. Yeah, I, okay. I don't get it either. The Flyers do the same thing against against Boston, throwing Ursan out again. It's like, dude, just let him take a break. Yeah. They had to pull him anyway because he gave up five yeah. goals in the first period. It's like, <laughs> yeah, just take it. Just take the L, dude, and just let the guy get some rest. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess their thought process is they're going to have the all-star break for rest, but like everything helps. These guys are getting overworked yeah. and they, they've never had this type of, of stress to their bodies. Especially Decord. No, and I mean, That's what I'm yeah. Yeah. I guess this, this, I mean, this game does matter for Seattle. They're two points of a wild card spot right now. So it's not like it's really the game that we, they kind of just want to give up on, it seems like. You know? no, and they're kind of building momentum too yeah. after that losing yeah. streak. Yeah, but it's the Sharks though, so you could you could probably pull it off with Grubauer. Yeah, and Grubauer Especially hasn't been that bad. All, everybody, time. yeah, I they shouldn't be playing Decord, but yeah, they, they should be motivated. Yeah, right? yeah, you, I, they, yeah, I agree. This is a game you don't want to drop before the extended break at all. No, no and it's the, like like the Seattle uh, St. Louis versus CBJ. Yep. Yep. What, what, what's that parlay? Yeah, there you Seattle, go. There St. you go. Louis, that's, plus one twenty six. Yeah, that's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's yep. that's it right there. And then throw a half E on the uh, puck lines for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd even do a, you can do a puck line parlay too, which probably pays pretty nice. Yeah, plus four nineteen for yeah. both of their puck lines. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't mind that at all. I don't like, mind that's that. some good value. Yeah, you might lock that in right now almost. Because yeah. I mean, what what does do either the Sharks or the or the Blue Jacks have to play for right now? Like the answer is nothing. It's not even like a game. dignity no. thing anymore. No, no. Yeah, I don't hate that I, at all. I, I really feel for Columbus fans. I mean, at least Shark fans are like, well, we got Will Smith, Smith coming up. We're probably going to get a top three pick this year. And they were going to the season salary cap hell. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like anybody, any Sharks fan knew the season was going to be bad. I mean, the beginning yeah. of the season here, we were thinking that Columbus may be kind of all right. Yeah. I mean, the 49ers in the Super Bowl, you got your team, Sharks yeah. fans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One, one team at a time. Yeah, one team at a time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a break. Enjoy the next few weeks before the 49ers yeah. play. Like, your time off, too. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday we got three games here. Uh, Ottawa versus Detroit's the first one up. That's at seven. Detroit minus one twenty-five on the money line. Ottawa plus one hundred five over under set at six and a half here. Um, fourth meeting uh, these teams start the season. I believe we covered this when it was the European series to start the year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We had talked about yeah. kind of guys to target there. Um, Ottawa has lost their last two games to some formidable opponents, Boston oh, and New York. Yeah. Detroit has won seven of the last 10, uh, including the last two. So kind of opposite sides here. Uh, I'll start with you here, Franco. Any looks in this one? Um, just to point out, Ottawa's down one nothing to Nashville right now, too. So. Yeah. yeah, and they're coming off the back to back. There. Yeah, so. No, no. Um, well, yeah, there'll be a day in between. Be, yeah, still, be a oh, day in between. true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they have to travel to Detroit. Not that's that far, I guess. Um, Man, I mean, there's a couple. Too. Honestly, this game, I I feel like there's a decent amount of players that stick out player prop wise. So I mean, I guess I lean you over. I don't want to really pick a side because I think like both teams are relatively motivated to an extent. Like Otto has been playing a little bit better recently, um, and just they they look better defensively than they did earlier in the season. I don't know if that's just Shabbat being in and not in and out kind of like he has been. But Detroit is, I mean, we were looking at the standings before we went on the show, and I, I was surprised how high they are in the standings. Um, they're finally getting they're, they're right. They're right. Uh, yeah, I mean they they're they're right in it, and I, I don't know. I don't know why I hadn't considered them um, to be as good as they've been, but they have been so. I don't know. I, I think both have at least something to play for here. Um, I, I would probably go props though pretty heavily here. If th- this is the game that interests me the most of, of these five games we're breaking down, Stutz looks great. Probably looking mm-hmm. assists for him. Same for Giroux assists. Uh, both have great histories against Detroit, both in great recent form. And I feel like that line has just been awesome. So. That's where I would go with there on that side of the on that side of the ice. But then on Detroit side, I'm looking at Raymond. You could probably get his point, but I think I'm gonna go a little greedy and go with his assists. He has six assists in his last three games. Wow. And yeah, I mean overall he has seven points against um Ottawa. Detroit, or Ottawa. Or, yeah, yeah he, so. and I, I think we talked about this last time. I have a theory that because Stutzla went ahead of him in the draft, that maybe he has a little beef with Ottawa. Or, yeah, well, yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. I think they were back to back. Right. I like that. Yeah, so like it went. That. It went Lafreniere, Byfield, Stutzla, Raymond. Sanderson. Okay. Yeah. Then then he's got then he's got something to, to fight for. Is that angle? Yeah. I mean, I mean, and he, that line's been great recently too. So, I mean, Larkin's been flying. He, he finally mm-hmm. reached his, his goal, goal mark that he was shooting for. Um, another one that's sneaky. I got two sneaky ones though for Detroit. So one is Ghost Point, Ghost Spare Point, if they're going to give it to us. He has 10 and nine games versus them. He hasn't been that great this year as far as points, 32 and 48 games, but, um, he gets that, those power play minutes. He should be involved. I think, I think, and he has that good history. I think you're going to have pretty good value on his point prop. And then the other one's Comfer. He's he's the last – there were three Detroit players um, last week going into that week who were all looking for milestones. I think Larkin was two goals away or two or three goals away from his number for his goal prop. And then um, um, it was Cop and Comfer were both at 99 to hit 100. And Cop got it the one night. I hit a nice plus 600 on that bad boy. Yeah, nice. But Comfer's missed two games in a row now. So he's the last guy. Like, I feel like there's going to be a little bit extra there, you know, like the, the guys are going to be kind of setting him up a little bit extra. Yeah. So depending on where the line is, um, he's got a decent, you know, decent recent form at least. So I don't, I don't mind sprinkling that as well, just to get a little more fun in on that game. 
Yeah, I like all those plays too. Betsky, do you have anything here? No, those are all great looks. Um, these two teams hate each other now, though, so this is going to be a fun one. And uh, I mean, it seems like every single time they play, there's been issues. Perron would be somebody I'd be maybe interested in as well because wasn't he kind of caught up in the scuffle last time quite a bit? Didn't he get in trouble after? Against the... Was that the one where where they hit Larkin right, and then Perron yep. went and like yep. killed a dude? Yep. <laughs> so maybe his shots look good. I mean, I think he's usually 1.5, but maybe uh, maybe all that the three coming off that big game against Vegas, who he also hates, um, or or taking his point two, which has been plus money. So I took his shots at three and his point against Vegas. He hit both. That was a nice little, I don't know, plus nice. plus two seventy or so once he combined both. Um. But yeah, I, I, he's, he's kind of been streaky. I, I don't think he's on the line with Raymond and Larkin then, huh? He must be on. No, it's to bring him. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, we always Tom, we keep Tom, on wanting to see. With, 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 Ooh, with, yeah. Then I definitely uh, like prom yeah. point. Um, <laughs> and we keep on wanting to see to bring go off against Ottawa, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting in the towel. I'm not worried about it. I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't think he has the the hate in his heart, man. You got. I think he feels bad. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I took that money and I just ran, didn't I? I'm, okay. I'll let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Ottawa doesn't win tonight, I'd probably take them on the money line side, though. Um, they're probably going to be the dogs. They are. So they're plus 102. Detroit's minus 122. Um, yeah, the only thing I'm hesitant with Ottawa change here, man. The only thing I'm hesitant with Ottawa is their away record's just abysmal. They're six and thirteen on the road this year. <sighs> I don't know. No. Yeah, I mean Detroit's been pretty solid at home, fourteen eight and four. Detroit's wins too in the past few games have been pretty good. Vegas five to two, mm-hmm. uh, Tampa Bay two to one, Florida they knocked off the Leafs too. And Jeez. they lost a close one to Edmonton, three to two. So Detroit's kind of functioning on all cylinders here too. And like you said, they are in that second wild card spot. So we talked about motivation heading to the break here at minus one twenty two. I don't hate Detroit here on the money line at all, especially. I'd like at home. to see. I'd like to see who's in that because if they're yeah. smart, they'll give Lions break, who's been by far their best goaltender. Yeah. So yeah. In his last two games, he has a shutout, and he only allowed two versus Vegas. So he's been pretty solid. But he has gotten – he will have a few days off. So you wonder if they just play him one last time, and then he's not in the All-Star game, so then they just let him uh, rest for a week or whatnot. So I could see him getting the nod here. Yeah. 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 Next game up here, we have uh, L.A. at Nashville here. Uh, L.A. minus 120 on the money line. Nashville plus or even money. Um, L.A. Kings 2-8-6 their last 16 games, including um, four-game losing streak here. They've allowed four-plus goals against in each of those games. Uh, Nashville 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but 1-3 and three in their last four here. Kind of an interesting matchup here. I mean, L.A. is just struggling big time right now. Uh, seems like they just don't have an answer for anything. These teams did play earlier this month, though, uh, where Nashville won 2-1. to one. Interesting line at, at Nashville and even money. It's pretty tempting given the state of this current Kings team. But I'll start with you here, Franco. Any looks in this one? Yeah, I think I'm going to go pretty light here, but I, I don't even want to look at the L.A. side at all. At, at this point, like I, I'm pretty much at the point right now with them where I'm just saying th- they're blacklisted until they start to turn around, start showing something to me because early in the season, they, they were a pretty good team to, to target. Yeah. Trevor Moore was awesome. Yep. Um, but no, right now, no way in hell I'm touching them. So, I mean, I'm only looking Nashville props and, and to be honest, like Nashville hasn't been scoring a ton either. So it's like, this game's not not that not that exciting to me for for really anything. Um, the main thing I would look at is either O'Reilly point or Yossi assist here. Both have good histories against LA. And again, like I, I kind of want to see how Nashville looks tonight. Like they should be able to put up three or four goals against Sogard. 
right in in this game against yeah. Iowa, I would think. So if the, if they do show me that kind of life, then I don't mind backing some uh, Nashville props in, in that game. Maybe two or three goals coming from them. So th- those were the two that stuck out though. Is O'Reilly and USC. O'Reilly has ten ten points in ten games versus them, and USC has eight assists in seven games versus them. So pretty good track record for each of those guys. Yeah, I mean, looking at the standings, the wildcard right now too. So the Kings at fifty four points, uh, St. Louis is fifty four as well, which they just lost to, and then Nashville's right below them at fifty three. So if LA drops these their last two games to St. Louis and they lose against Nashville, they're just really letting teams kind of in this wildcard race heading into the break, which isn't ideal at all. But Betsky, any looks for you here? How I I do have to agree that I'm reluctant hesitant to take any um, Kings props here, but Fiala's shots have been very, very good against Nashville, which is his former team. Um, he missed when they played them at home just like two weeks ago, but if I remember correctly, it's like out of the last six or seven games, he's usually, when he hits, he's at like four to up to like six shots. So that may be one I kind of look at. Yeah. I'll see kind of what his road versus home splits look like and just kind of feel it out. you got to think Kings are going to be pushing to, to end the end this before the break on, on a high note. Um, especially, I mean, they took Blues overtime. They they were constantly kind of like in scoring, and then the Blues would like catch back up in that game too. So um Kopitar and Kempe have been fantastic on the road I think they both are at about 75 percent hit rates for points uh Kopitar's a little bit more consistent with his assists so if if you want to lean into that Kopitar assist may be a nice little spot there but yeah I, I hear you I I don't love many props from this game they don't really love trying to trust the Kings right now and Nashville's kind of like the top line in Yossi are really the only ones that feel kind of trustworthy. So, Yeah, the only good news for the Kings setting this matchup is that they are better on the road. They have a 14-6-4 and four record. So They I were better year. on the road, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very true, very true. I, I think that, that game against – was it Colorado that they played like three, two, two or three nights ago where, where Dowdy called the team uh, out and everything like that, game. right? Uh, that was that, after the Buffalo after the Buffalo loss, where they were up three nothing in the first period, and then they allowed yeah. five straight. But that game after that was Colorado, right? Like, yes. So I, I saw yeah. a ton of people on them to beat Colorado to come out strong and all that stuff, and the, uh, Colorado just like absolutely obliterated them from the start. Emotion. It was just like yeah, that, that that's when I knew it was just like there's no way in hell that, that I, I can trust this team if if they can't show out in that game, and I know it's against Colorado. But come on, you you have to get up for something, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even after that Colorado blowout, too, you figured they try to get up for St. Louis, and they relatively did. They outshot um, St. Louis, but still, yeah, four to three. Yeah, I feel like I feel like even when they do play well, they they find ways to lose. I mean, there's that Tampa game where they were winning like three to one, and they blew that in the third period. They gave like two goals late, lost in overtime. There's just been a lot of like just bad stuff happening to them, so like I feel like it's in their heads at this point too. Yeah, they outshot San Jose forty-seven to twenty-seven. They lost four to three in a shootout. (laughs) That kind of just sums up the streak they're on, you know. It really does. It's just nothing goes right. So, I mean, Nashville plus one hundred doesn't look too bad to be honest. No, no, not at all. And that line's moving too. Already, a few books have Nashville around minus one hundred five. So. All right, last game up before we preview the All-Star game here. We have uh, San Jose traveling to Anaheim. Anaheim minus 180 on the money line. Uh, San Jose plus 150 here. Anaheim 2-4 and four in the last six. 4-5-1 and one in the last ten. Uh, we already talked about San Jose, so I'll kind of leave it at that. Betsky, any looks in uh, San Jose-Anaheim before we uh, Head to the All-Star break. Let's <laughs> head to the All-Star break. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, the Trano home shots have been a thing, and he's got yeah. a great target here, and he's been a little, not as consistent lately, so you may be able to get that at a nice price. Um, but, of course, since he's playing San Jose, they may juice it up too. So 
Uh, McTavish just seems to be heating up again. I'd like to know what his point is. Um, that'd be one I'd be curious in. Uh, he, he had that injury right after he was looking really good. Um, his point was pretty playable up until that injury. Then he came back, and it, it seems like he's hasn't quite gotten back to the same step until maybe these past like two weeks or so. He's been really kind of kicking it up again. So. Again, great target against San Jose here. Um, I mean, that's, that's probably all I got. <laughs> Maybe Troy Terry assists. I don't know. Yeah. Troy Terry's been. Hey, they they really too. gave us the, the cream of the crop for these last couple games. Yeah. No, for the last, for a send off game here, they're just, it's a steaming pile <laughs> yeah. of shit. And they're like, have yeah. fun with it. Here's your slop, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy, Enjoy it. <laughs> Franco, I know you said you have a hammer spot here, I believe, right? Um, man, I don't know. I kind of like this game. Oh. I, maybe okay. I'm crazy. I don't know. It's I, sicko I, moment I, here. I, I, <laughs> I guess I'm crazy. I don't know. Um, I mean, it, I don't know what the price is going to be, but Ducks team total, I like a lot. Like, if it's bettable, if it's three and a half minus one thirty-five, I'm not touching it. But like, if it's relatively bettable, it's a six is the is the total for this game. It is. I like that. Six is the total. But they they don't have team totals out yet. But mm-hmm. so with that being said, I mean, a ton of ducks look great. I agree with McTavish. He looks awesome. Eight points in six games versus them. He's heating up. Five goals in that too. So wow. maybe sprinkle his goal prop. Yeah. Um, Henrique looks fantastic. Thirteen points in seventeen games versus them as well as Terry, 13 points in 17 games, 12 of those assists. So that's a great call by you, Betsky, um, on the assist there. So, I mean, they all look good. Vetrano, five goals in seven games for them as well, because I'm sure his point prop won't be bettable. So essentially a ton of ducks look great. That's why I like the team total. I think that's probably like the best bet if it's if it's good. If it stays at but six, maybe, it's a good look. Yeah, I, I think we could probably get three and a half plus money. I This is... A terrible spot for San Jose, like we said. Yep. Back to back, playing, moving from Seattle to, or sorry, they're at home against Seattle, who's, you know, a relatively physical team, I'd say. And then they're going to have to play this game in Anaheim. They're terrible on the road. And then they have this long break after that. Like, come on, you know how it is. If it, if you're at work and it's Friday mm-hmm. and you see you're off the next week, you're on a vacation coming up. How productive are you on that Friday? You're not doing shit. Let's be honest here. So that's how San Jose is going to be in this game, I think. And Ducks are going to have a lot of fun. They're young. They're exuberant, right? So yeah. um, that's where I'm at. I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of goals for the Ducks. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fair point there, too. Um, and kind of just touching back on that Nashville game, Nashville's already put up two on Ottawa in the first period here, and DraftKings has pulled the game. For uh, Tuesday already, so I'm assuming when they reopen that line, Nashville three will not nothing, be at even it's, money. It's three, three nothing. It's three nothing now. Yeah. Oh so yeah, God. that uh, that even money is probably gone on the Predators money line. Damn it. Yep. I don't Ew. understand what is happening to Ottawa. They, they started Sogard tonight. That guy stinks, man. That guy, like, I, know. I, I remember I had I had that Ottawa future last year, right? And they lost like all their goalies were just dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, they called up the Sogar kid. I'm like, come on, man, you can be my savior. Like, we just need. <laughs> I think we need like we need like three wins in the last like seven games or something. Yeah. like that was all it took. And it's just like this guy was letting in like five goals every game. Like this is just. <laughs> just yeah, I think his goals against tonight at two and a half was minus one seventy five yes. or something like that. So yeah. that kind of says That's all you need there. Three goals. Uh, real seven. quick side note: When did Zellweger start playing for? Uh... The um, he's on three, the top pair three games ago yeah i was actually going to consider his goal prop i bet it the first night he played he didn't hit obviously but hmm. this might be a good game to sprinkle it yeah again it was like 12 plus 1200 or something so and then who is their second line center Grolix? um <laughs> g no no oh you yeah, gruel gruel his name's gruel gruel yeah, like almost like grew, you know, from a despicable man. Yeah. If you got kids, but, that uh, that's that would be a great jersey to have in the collection. And ten years from now, people are like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, he's like, actually hey, young. He's actually not yeah, not like, an, not like an old. He's not like an old dude. So okay. I don't know what his like talent level is or anything. But so he's yeah, centering Terry, Terry, Terry and Petrano, though. Yep. Yeah, that'd be an yeah, interesting I mean, point prop, though. 
Because Terry uh, has never, been terrible in the Toronto at home, usually yeah. better. Yeah, but you yeah. probably will have to do so, the gruel goal. <laughs> <laughs> Post that graphic and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Might lose I'm gonna have all these stupid problems. You know, what's, you yeah. know what's gonna happen. That's gonna be that game where like you start the night off like pretty decent, and like you're posting a card like gruel goal. And We're gonna ladder for goals. Yeah, <laughs> and people are gonna be like, "Who the hell are you even betting on?" I've never even heard of any yeah. of these players. Yeah, gruel goal <laughs> challenge ladder. Yeah, <laughs> one. We have one bet to win a million. Ladder them up. Um, all right, move roll Hattie. Yeah, book it. This would be a hell of a clip. Uh, this would be a hell of a clip if it happens. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna here. throw change on it just for it. Yeah, for yeah, it. you have to. There's yeah. no doubt. Now I have yeah. to. No. Yes. Um, I expect we, a reminder. That, that will be one of our plays yeah. of the day. For sure, on Wednesday that'll be a twenty-five group, cents group for the Hattie that. buck for multiple goals, yeah. two bucks for one goal. Yeah, they won't even let you yeah. do if that. You're looking right? to, if you're looking to buy a Super Bowl ticket, this is your uh, this is your one yeah. bet you got to make here. Just ladder them to, <laughs> for a hat trick. So, last segment here. Obviously, we have the All Star Game coming up, and with that, we have the NHL Skills Competition. So the NHL Skills Competition is. I think for the past few years now, it's been sponsored by DraftKings, which is nice. That means we're going to get guaranteed lines on some of these events. So it's a new format this year. So 12 players who have already been uh, chosen, which is Pasternak, JT Miller, Nikita Kucherov, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Jack Hughes, which we'll get to in a second, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Connor McDavid, and Leon Dreisaitl. Before we get into the format here, why? Why is Jack Hughes playing in this event? It doesn't make any million sense. Million bucks. It makes. <laughs> he, he doesn't need it. No, <laughs> he doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah, if if you're the Devils though, and you're and the NHL is like, oh, we want this young star and future face face of the NHL and everything to kind of play in this. At what point do you just say no? And I'm sure Jack Hughes isn't really like begging the trainers to go. Oh, please let me go to Toronto for the weekend. Yep. You know, like. He hasn't played leading up to this. Why would you be like, yep, go have fun for a weekend in Toronto when you could be at home kind of just rehabilitating this injury? Yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe I would be Michael mad. Buble is talking him into it because he's apparently on Team Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Or he's a Tate McRae super fan, you know, another captain yeah. out there. So we'll see. But so the format, we'll get into this here. So there's these 12 players will compete in six events to start. So it's fastest skater, hardest shot, stick handling, one-timers, passing challenge, and accuracy shooting. So then the scoring system will work. First place gets five, second place gets four, and so on. So that's going to happen for those six events. After those six events, the top eight will advance the NHL shootout. After the NHL shootout takes place, the top six players will advance the NHL obstacle course, which includes all those challenges before, and it's double the points. Um, Franco, you had made a point before the show uh, about a little fun wrinkle in the NHL shootout. Yeah, so I saw that the way they're going to do it is the player can choose who they want to go against. And I, I don't know how, how they pick who goes first, or the shot, the shooter, but I think it's kind of cool. So... We were kind of looking at the list of goalies before the show. And so we were all looking There's at There's a unanimous Cam 1 Talbot. 1. <laughs> yeah. 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 So whoever gets to go first is going as Cam Talbot. Unfortunately for him, he's going to be called out as the worst of the bunch of goalies. But it gets interesting when, when you get towards the end. I mean, how do you pick between Hellebuck and um, Ottinger De- and Demko, guys, Swayman, Demko, even Swayman. Too, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's interesting though. Like I, I wonder if some of these shooters too are like, oh, I know this guy's weakness. Like it would be fun to see Pasta versus Omar or, or against Swayman. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, that would be kind of cool to see. But yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be it'll be kind of fun. But that that first call out's gonna be funny because it'll just be like a shitting on Cam Cam Palette for being there. Yeah, you're right. You could have the Vancouver same situation there where they call out uh, Demko. They might be forced to too. I mean, yeah. there's three of them, right? So. so. Yeah, no one from Winnipeg, no one from Dallas, Rangers and this, 
Florida. No. So yeah, yeah you're right. That'd be Hellebuck. a fun rank. Yeah. If, it'd be fun if Hellebuck was, you know, Kyle Connor gets in. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if, if Hughes is not in it, who's, the, who's the guy, right? We were all thinking Reinhardt should be the one, but who will they pick? It's, it's, I, I said I had a feeling. Well, it it's crazy. Wait, just put Luke Hughes in and have you can keep a team Hughes with him and Quinn. Yeah, you get you're gonna get two of the three brothers regardless. Yeah, but Luke isn't in it. Yeah, obviously, we we obviously were talking before the show as well. We said we'll just just have a shit twelve, just the worst guys in the NHL All Star game. Let them compete for a million bucks. That'd yeah. be a hell of a lot more entertaining, and they that would be fun. Most, that would be fun. Like that's more exciting. Like you have John Scott out there too, just trying to rip your head off as well. Yeah. Add him back to the All Star game during the uh, <laughs> the stick handling challenge. So we'll uh, we're gonna do a draft here. Franco, you have your uh, your wheel up and ready to go. So for the for the listeners yeah. here, we're gonna do is there's twelve skaters. We're gonna do a snake draft here. Um, if you're watching, you can see the wheel on the. Uh, the screen right now, so Franco will spin it, and we'll see who decides to get the uh, the one one. Well, it's giving me seizures. <laughs> oh, it's rigged! It's rigged! <laughs> All right, Franco's got the one one here. Um, and while you kind of spin this as well for the second mm. pick, looking um, at yeah, so we we kind of talked. Sorry, we kind of talked about this before. <laughs> no, you're good. We're, yeah, we're we're, de- we're deciding on how to how to pick somebody or whatever, and we're talking about who wants it more, right? So we're talking about who had the least the smallest salary of everybody. So I'm I'm going to take Pedersen to start it off because I, I know he's going to be a favorite in that hardest shot competition. Yeah. I know he's not the biggest name of these guys, but I had to either go Toronto guy or him. So I'm I'm going to go with him since he's lowest salary on the board. Maybe that's the driving factor. Yeah, I like that a lot. Did uh, right, did I'm you spin it for a I'm second? Place? In the, okay. I'm gonna do it right now. Actually, I should take myself off. Huh? It's gonna all land on me every time. It's fixed. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Easy yeah, enough. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough one. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Back the chalk. Here, I just yeah, I'm just gonna take McDavid. Just easy enough Dang. here in terms of skill across the board. Just give it to me. The other guy I was looking at, too, was McKinnon. But um, he was in the hardest shot back in 2017, and he finished dead last. So I don't think there's uh, there's much mm-hmm. hope for him. Then I'm going to take – I get two, huh? You do. Yeah, you get to go back to that. All right. I am going to take McKinnon. Okay. Because uh, maybe he can make it up if he doesn't get the hardest shot with fastest or yep. some of these other ones. But then I want to load up on somebody who could kind of make up for that, and I'm going to do pasta. I like that. Yeah, he was he's the one up top in my big board. He he also seems like the type who wouldn't really care about like he's he seems like the type who's always on vacation so he would come into this and and just have just be, fun and want to want to win for no good reason but to win and be able to brag about it and you know I, I yeah think, I think I like he it. has he has motivation no matter what he's doing fine money wise and whatnot and but yeah I mean the top salary guys are yeah. It, you, yeah. you got to question the the motivation there, but yeah, like McKinnon, I don't think cares that much. Yeah, yeah, we we saw McDavid the one year didn't seem like he cared at all for the he was in like the no. fastest skater. Yeah, was like the, that was the other one I'm worried about not caring too is Matthews. Matthews is always yeah. like in this he is on Team Beebs though. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I got two guys here. I'm gonna kind of go off the. I'm gonna go Quinn Hughes. I like that. I'm going to go Quinn Hughes here. Second All-Star game uh, in 2020. He wasn't the fastest skater, which I don't think he did too well, but uh, I don't mind Quinn Hughes in this spot. You know, I don't think he's going to do well in the fight competition, though. <laughs> Thank God there's not one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's something they should add. Yeah. 
All right, so I'm going to do – I get two here. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go Nylander because I want to go one of the Toronto guys at least since it's the hometown mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Um, I will avoid uh, Matthews though. And I think the other guy I want to go with – I wish I knew who was going to be in for Jack if, if, he's obvious, if he's not playing. That's your yeah. wild card, man. I know. It's yeah, like who, who's going who's gonna to take the wild card on Jack, which you get your replacement for? I know. I Wayne know. Gretzky comes back out. <laughs> um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with McCarr then, I think. Yeah, that was I think he'll have a decent shot yeah. for for skating stuff. So yeah. Um, I, I think the big thing you gotta consider is like what competitions they can they can win. Yeah. I like Nylander for, for skating. I like him for skating. So at McCarr, I had a hard time between McKinnon and McCarr, but yeah. I think I like the stick handling aspects. Yeah, Max gonna be fun to watch on that man. He's yeah, accuracy. Yeah. I like McKinnon. You know, I, I think there's. I think he can get. Uh, I think he can get last year. I think he can get team Blake Arbeski a, a couple points here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Fuck it, I'm gonna take Matthews here. I I don't think he dogs it in front of the home crowd. Damn, I was thinking yeah. that too, and then that was my one reverse. I was like, it's in Toronto. He just he's got to at least try here. So I'll take Matthews. Do I I get two more still? You get two more here. Yep. So your remaining picks are Kucherov, Dreisaitl, JT Miller, and then Jack Hughes slash Jack Hughes. Whoever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I got to go Kucherov. I feel like he'll be good at accuracy and and the stick handling. Yep. Uh... I guess I will go Dreisaitl too. Why not? Right. Okay. So I got McKinnon, Dreisaitl. That's a pretty nice team you got there. Kucherov yeah. and <laughs> I don't even remember my oh pasta. Yeah. 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 Good luck, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take Jack Hughes slash Jack Hughes replacement because I'm not taking yeah. JT Miller in this one. Yeah. I guess uh, that, that is that is not who I'm banking on in this first All Star <laughs> game. So. And JT Franco. Miller is smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For okay. the fastest skater competition. I, well, I don't okay. I don't I don't get the JT Miller thing, man. Like I don't get it. How how does he get in or Reinhardt for for this spot, for this competition? Because he's on the Canadian team. I guess, but like we already got Hughes and Pedersen. We don't need three, like I'd rather see like Nick Suzuki. If we're going Canadian players. <laughs> I mean, not really, but yeah. Oh, Kyle Connor. Uh, Kyle Connor. Then. Yeah, I mean, coming back from injury, I guess. Yeah, that's hysterical too. Is Kyle Connor comes back from injury is like, oh great, I'll play a few, and then I'll kind of figure out how my body feels. No, like, nope. sorry, buddy, you're going to Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> you're breaking. Yeah, you will turn that down. Yeah. Yeah, Kaprizov should be in it. I would rather have Kaprizov yep. than JT Miller. One of them Brady. did. I think was it Seth Jarvis who turned it down too, or something like that. I think one of the the fan votes are trying to get him, and he's like, "Nope, sorry, I got my vacation booked. Like, not going." Good, good for him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. I think that wraps up uh, the episode. You guys want to shout out your socials one more time? Yeah, Franco the Banker on Twitter. Yeah, I'm Gretzky Betsky's on Twitter. Awesome. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Gator Betting and our podcast at Expected Bets 4. We appreciate everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you guys after the All-Star break. Yep. Yeah.